Hope blinked dirt out of her eyes and stifled a groan. She didn't want to risk an energy flare looking for the others. Doing anything other than keeping her resources muffled was an enormous risk. She took a mouthful of water from the canteen hanging off her field belt and swished it around her mouth. Time had passed since a blast hit her helicopter, knocking it out of the air. Maybe as much as an hour. Things happened fast after the bird was hit, and her team leader Charlie McLaren folded her hand around the ripcord on her parachute. He'd all but pushed her out the open chopper door with exhortations to Watch out for the rotor, goddammit. A few other instructions were lost in the slipstream as she plummeted from the dying aircraft, her pounding heart stenciling fear from her head to her toes. What was supposed to be a simple out-and-back mission had turned into something much more complex, never mind much more dangerous. She'd been expecting Charlie or Frank to materialize ever since she cut herself out of the tree her chute got tangled in, but neither man showed up. She didn't understand why. They couldn't have landed very far away after the crash, assuming they made it out of the chopper intact. Too rattled by her first actual parachute jump, she'd neglected to watch for the other chutes, which would have told her the location of her teammates. Were they dead? Or tripped up by the old growth forest? She'd been careful chopping her way out of a particularly tall tree. Her caution ate up well over half an hour while she freed herself from where she swung thirty feet above the ground. She picked splinters out of her hands as she considered what to do next. According to the GPS in her augmented brain, she was in a wooded corridor in north-central Maine. She, Charlie, and Frank had been on a routine mission to pick up cortexafan, an experimental drug banned by the FDA, from a freak compound near Bangor. Not that they'd expected the freaks, a renegade group of genetically modified humans who wanted to take down the U.S. government, to just hand over the drug, but military planes had annihilated the settlement. No one expected it would be difficult to waltz in and locate the chemical. Hope shook her head. Underestimating her people was always a mistake. The genetically modified were smarter, stronger, faster, and more capable of pivoting in response to adverse conditions than normal humans ever dreamed of being. She sheltered in a thick grove of some sort of deciduous tree and leaned against one of them. Could she risk her communicator? Would telepathy be safer? Hope grimaced. Freaks had to be behind the attack on her chopper, which meant nothing was safe. Who else would shoot down a CIA chopper over U.S. soil? She bit hard on her lower lip. She understood freaks, how they thought, what made them tick. Because she was one. She had escaped the compounds, though, and left that life behind. What do I do now? She started at the sound of her voice, not realizing she'd spoken aloud until she heard the words. A quick glance at the sky told her she didn't have much daylight left to work with. Not that it mattered. She could always dial in her night vision, but it held a particular energy signature. The flash of warmth in Charlie's hazel eyes as he'd covered her hand with his, instructing her how to yank the ripcord filled her mind. She liked him, a lot, but he barely knew she existed beyond her working under him. She'd made a few pathetic attempts at flirting, but he'd ignored her. Maybe her shy smiles were so subtle he hadn't interpreted them the way she hoped. But that probably wasn't it. She was a freak. He was a normal human, and a goddamned good-looking one at that. He could have his pick of women. No reason on earth to look twice at her. Much like the genetically altered men she'd spent her life with, 
Charlie was tall and rangy, with dark hair and hazel eyes. He was addicted to danger the same as all CIA operatives. When twin fires burned in the backs of his eyes, it was all she could do not to throw herself into his arms and beg him to take her. Here, now, in front of everyone.